Welcome to the Dear NICU Mama podcast. Our mission is to connect the past and the present NICU mom by bringing them out of isolation and into a sisterhood of women who can stand alongside each other as we heal and grow both in and out of the NICU. Our hope is that through interviews with trauma-informed medical and maternal mental health experts and vulnerable stories from NICU mamas themselves, that you would feel connected to the Dear NICU Mama Sisterhood around the world. So, whether your NICU journey was 50 years ago, or whether you find yourself in the NICU today, we hope that this podcast reminds you that you are not alone. Hi, mamas, and welcome back to the Dear NICU Mama podcast. It's your host, Martha and... Ashley. OMG. It's been... We're back. It's been forever. It's been a minute. But you know what? I believe... That we as individuals and the world deserve some rest. <laughs> we do you agree? Do. I completely agree. <laughs> oh man, it's uh, it's it's we've been through the holidays. We Oof. are now in you know another what is it called? Oh, a pandemonium, pandem- panoramic, panini <laughs> surge, and we're all just doing our best. <laughs> we are all doing our best. Uh, today's episode, we thought we could just sit down. Uh, get back into the swing of things and and talk a little bit about the holidays, about this season, which is cold and flu season, and also a new year. There's so much that's coming up. Um, talk with each other, check in, and check in with you. Yeah, we have definitely missed being in this place with you guys, but it has been really good for the both of us to have some time with our families And I know, Martha, for the both of us, this time of year holds a lot of anniversaries and, you know, deep memories. And so it's been good to have just a little bit more space to process those. And now to be back here again, it feels really good. So we've missed you guys, but thank you for giving us the space to just have some time with our families, too. Yeah. So, Ash, how were your holidays? (laughs) Were they they merry and bright? Were they holly and jolly? (laughs) You know, they were pretty merry and bright. Um, The highlight probably was when my brother-in-law surprised my mother-in-law for Christmas. He lives in Nevada. And we did one of those, like, TikTok trends where you FaceTime and then all of a sudden you knock on the door or they Mm. realize, like, you're at their house. So that was really fun. That's so amazing. So Ryan was able to take off some time for work, which was great. So we had a lot of time with um, with his brother and my in-laws, which was good. And yeah, we got snowed in. It was a very like snowy Christmas here. Lots of blizzards, negative 30 degree temps. Yeah, so, so fun. So fun. But it was also kind of an excuse to just hunker down a little bit. So overall, it was good. I always feel like... I don't know if you feel this way, but as a parent, you just want to do above and beyond. And yeah. you always kind of look back and like, did I do enough? But yeah. Oh, yeah. but I do think it was it was a really good Christmas, but I am kind of glad to be back into the rhythm of normal again and yeah. kind of have it behind us. How about you? Oh, you know, it was fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I hope that's okay to say, but it was fine. Like, I'm yeah. just... Yep, that's it's totally okay. Traveling is very stressful. It was very stressful with COVID. And yeah. um, it was fine. And you know what? It's okay to say that it was just fine. Yep, <laughs> because... Absolutely. Um, you know, we... 
it's just it's a lot of work to to have a kid uh that is well that's that's the could be the end of a sentence but it's <laughs> it's hard to have a kid who's immunocompromised and also um you know developmentally i'm always so aware of jj around people that she doesn't see normally um mm-hmm. because i uh you know there's such an expectation of kids to perform or be a certain way for other people and so yes, you try to yeah. Try to put a boundary around it as much as possible, especially with NICU kids. Like I feel like mm-hmm. there, there's the med- medically fragile community, there's um, disabled community, there's kids who are immunocompromised, and there's just kids who um, are pandemic kids and don't know what it's like to be in a crowd of people. Like they just mm-hmm. hasn't happened before. So yeah, I, I don't know. That's you're just trying to kind of learn to parent through all of that. And how Definitely. how about for you? Because um january like right after the holidays right (laughs) after the new year is always an important day and milestone for your family oh man i i know we we talk about this once in a while and parja has talked about this often on the podcast but your body remembers and i'm always shocked at how much it remembers yeah and for me like over Christmas three years ago was when I started leaking like breast milk and like that's kind of when I started to notice like my body was getting ready for something it wasn't quite ready for like it was too early but those are my memories and then yeah his birthday is on the 2nd of January so it's like boom right after the holidays right after the busyness and yesterday I just felt completely out of touch with myself I was like I, my my coping mechanism is food. Um, I just, like, want to eat. I'm, like, I feel very disassociated. I want to, like, binge TV, look on my phone. Like, it's really hard for me to be present. Yeah. And then before bed, I realized that that was the day he was on a plane yeah. to come back to Fargo. Yeah. And sure enough, I looked at my memories on my phone, and that was the day he was air flighted. And I remember that day, I, I felt the same exact way that I felt yesterday. And so it's, it was a, he had a really great birthday. It was really fun. I will say like emotionally, I was, it was great for me for a lot of reasons, but I did feel just very out of touch with myself. And I know that's a way of our bodies protecting us, but that's exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's a lot. And so um, he had his three-year checkup, and he looks beautiful. The doctor had only great things to say. He graduated early intervention services. Like, yeah, we are, like, amazing. Yeah. we are growing up and doing things, and he's so brilliant and special. Um, but, yeah, I just – I'm always so surprised at how much our body remembers and how yeah. it stores it so sneakily. Yeah. And um, – and how we so, like yeah. forget. We're like, why am I feeling this way? And then three yeah. days later, we're like, oh yeah, trauma. <laughs> like our body just like puts up a wall and we just yep. remember. Yep. Oh, man. Exactly. But yeah. So overall, yeah. though, it was, I'm grateful to be in a place where, and I credit Dear Nikki Mama a lot to this, but I'm grateful to be in a place where I'm aware of it, you know, versus that first year where I didn't, you know, I was so confused. I was like, why is my body feeling this way? And now because of the tools that Dear Nikki Mama has provided, the different yeah. specialists, we've had the opportunity to talk to you, the inner healing that I've done. I'm grateful that, you know, those those moments still are hard to go through, but I'm grateful that I know why they're hard and I feel just a little bit more empowered to walk yeah. through them, which is, yeah. I'm grateful for, but... I wonder if you'd be willing, and I'm sorry we didn't prep to talk about this, but the um, 
you know, I think about where you were at this time three years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And there are some moms who are just starting that journey right now. What was it like to be... um, to to be in the NICU both right after the holiday season right so um there's like the 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 juxtaposition of your expectations for what the new year would hold and then what they did and then also you were it was winter if you live in a place where it's cold and we live in a place where it's cold um Mm -hmm. cold and flu and all that um you were driving back and forth I feel like I remember it was like a 20 minute drive sometimes especially when there was like snow like icy roads and stuff Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to reflect on what that time was like for for you guys? Like in the very beginning? Yeah, at the very beginning. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I get those memories on my phone, you know, like the time hops and different things. And it was such a unique because we had a transfer in between there too. So right. the yeah. first 10 days were in a different NICU, the, you know, than the remainder of our stay. So there was like when I – looked at my phone pictures yesterday I saw I had taken pictures of my hospital room so I saw the bed that I slept in I saw the bolt the billboard with like all of his stats and stuff yeah. and I like I'm grateful I took those down but those yeah. pictures bring you right back and I just remember like I remember feeling so frustrated that I wasn't more healed, like physically. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. I was readmitted for preeclampsia and I didn't, I felt like the C section recovery was very hard. I don't yeah, know. Some yeah. moms are amazing and they're like, oh, it was nothing. But for me, I was very, I felt very like debilitated from that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I look back and I just remember like just, feeling like I wanted to give more of myself but feeling like I couldn't just simply because I was just still recovering from a major surgery yeah um but yeah I think we we had a letter submitted last week and they talked about being on autopilot and how Mm -hmm. that's kind of your body's way of protecting you from falling apart (laughs) from feeling too much and I think that's definitely where I was three years ago you're just kind of on autopilot and um you know, when we switched to the new NICU, I just remember like the fatigue of having to completely get to know and trust like another medical team and adjusting to like that too. So yeah. there was just a lot of transitioning happening really fast. And yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy to look back and see those pictures now and just how far we've come. But Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I also think it's interesting because you're reflecting about how you can notice how the trauma and the fight or flight is representing itself in your body then. But then it was what was happening back three years ago, right, too? Mm-hmm. I also think it's interesting, like, how quickly we are to, like, immediately when we become moms, like, revert to this position where it's, like, I'm going to come last in the line of priorities. People <laughs> yeah. like we're recovering from major surgery and we're like, it's fine. I'll stand up. I'll do whatever I need to do. You know, <laughs> but as so many Nikki moms have the same experience where they're like, mm-hmm. they either had, were super sick or they had to have follow up or maybe they're in like a different hospital facility altogether than their child. And it's like, so it's infuriating to feel like, why can't I step up to the table? But then, like, that's shooting ourselves, right? You're saying, like, immediately. Yeah, um, yeah. So I I just uh, – I guess then the the point is to reiterate that we just need boundless amounts of grace for ourselves. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Amen. Definitely. Even though it's really hard to do. 
for yourself. <laughs> yes. This week's episode is brought to you by Bonzi Skin to Skin Babywear. As NICU moms, we know the importance and value of skin to skin touch. And oftentimes, those many hours of kangaroo care and skin to skin time is how we build strong and deep bonds with our babies. That's why we are proud to partner with Bonzi, a company whose mission is to make skin to skin time with your baby as effortless and comfortable as possible. Their special onesie design is buttonless and zipperless, making it tube and cord friendly with a material that is super soft and breathable. Best of all, it comes in preemie sizes. Bonzi was founded by Anna, a clinical social worker who specializes in childhood attachment. We know that research supports the health and emotional benefits of skin-to-skin time for babies and their caregivers. Kangaroo care can help babies regulate blood sugar and temperature, stabilize heart and breathing rates, assist in weight gain, increase milk supply for moms, and lower the risk of perinatal mood and anxiety disorders for parents too. We know that your role as a mom in the NICU can sometimes feel limited, but rest assured, mama, that it is your touch that they know. You are their home. To browse their full collections and learn more about the benefits of skin to skin, head to bonzi.com or to the link in our show notes. Well, that was fun. That was our first ever ad. That was really cute. I thought it was really cute of us. No, I I know this is, in all honesty, it's really brand new for us to be having advertisers on the podcast. Yes? Yes. And, um... We just want to acknowledge that it's it's a new thing, and our pro, like the the most paramount thing to us is that you know that the we are here for you as Nikki Mamas and our family first, mm-hmm. right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no, we're excited about the partners that we get to partner with. We're very intentional about who yes. those partners are, but we just want to say that, yes, there will be a couple of ads moving forward, but we hope that um, they're very tailored to the NICU experience. So, Amen. Well, Martha, I know it's always cheesy to like look at the year ahead and be like, what's your, you know, what do you hope for this year? But if you... You know, in like the most self-compassionate way possible without setting like unrealistic goals or expectations and really just like, you know, coming at it from a very like gentle way. What what do you hope for your family for this upcoming year? I mean, last year was just full of transition for you guys. Like, yeah. So yeah. many transitions, so many big things. And so, you know, what's like a hope or dream that you have for your family this year? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I think what's interesting is my husband and I had this realization kind of after the holidays this year that um, all the boundary setting that we've been doing, that we've been working on, that I know all of the NICU moms who listen are working on, right? Um, We've come to a certain point with it, and I feel like it's great, but we actually need to go further, right, Mm. in setting those boundaries. And it's hard because it's uncomfortable, and then it requires, like, hard conversations and stuff. But we – need space like my family needs space to find peace we need space Mm -hmm. to create the magic of our family um and i imagine that's true for a lot of people i'm it's hard you know you don't want to make everything about the pandemic all the time like you know it just feels like it's so prevalent but it's hard to even predict like what next year will be like is it going to be another year of the same thing and and that can be really daunting to think about but for me, it then 
it, it cues me into think I need to give myself even more, more permission to make space for mm-hmm. myself. I mm-hmm. need to create more space to do the things that are for me and my family yeah, and protect our island uh, and what that looks like. And it, and it, it's saying no to a lot of things. Um, and that's so hard. It's saying mm-hmm. no, you know, to, to family functions and get togethers and things like that. It's saying no to, um, things that pull us away from each other but mm-hmm. it's also saying yes to a lot of other things for yourself mm-hmm. too yeah. like it's saying yes to like eating foods that make you feel good and scheduling doctor's appointments that you need to make i've been having hives for like six months <laughs> and i just took had a doctor's appointment <laughs> and i got all this like you know information about it but it's doing that like i know this sounds crazy but i i sometimes have to remind myself to to eat or drink water, LOL, Parijat, Dish One Day talks about that all the time. Um, (laughs) But I have to treat myself like I am the most precious best friend that I have on this earth because I I am. And Mm -hmm. now I have a daughter and I see see the weight of of, uh, all of this on her. And I've started to see behaviors of anxiety and and social pressures that she has. That are she's too young for like three is too young to have that mindset. So mm-hmm. I guess that's what it is. I, it's super like non concrete. So I don't know if that makes sense. But but that's kind of how you have to go into these past couple years, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Like it's like you said, you just don't know. And so holding it loosely, I think, is an okay way to do it. And I think that your resolution or your hope is very beautiful. I mean, it looks it just sounds like you guys are just giving your family permission to to be your family and yeah. to create your family's memories and I think that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I think it's so interesting just to wrap up this thought is that this um the NICU is as an a really interesting thing that happens to people because it's at the formation of a family, right? Yeah. So oftentimes yeah. this tra- this earthquake of of trauma and um, fear, you know, all these things that surround the NICU, joy too, right? The beauty and the strength that happens at the exact same time that a new family is created or growing, mm-hmm. and so it's this really beautiful tension between honoring what you've been through as a family um so that you can then find new magic and love you know Mm -hmm. as you grow together it's a really unique thing it's it makes it hard for people outside of the nikki world to understand Mm -hmm. but uh for those that do you know i see you and i see i see the moms every day who write and are are grappling with that i think they're doing a really good job yeah absolutely That's the end of my thought. Um, no, other than I can't, I'm I'm so glad I got my hives issue figured out. I am too, and that you can have dairy again. Yes, yes, um, that'll be a, a bonus episode sometime. So what what about you? What does 2022 hold for you? Have you seen that thing that's like I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 2022. No, but I'm gonna go look it up now. Yes. <clears throat> oh man, you know to be honest, I feel like it's very similar. I think it's um, 2020, let's see, 2020 really gave our family that space because it forced us to, right? Like we were in lockdown and gatherings were not optional. So you were kind of forced to spend a lot of time with your immediate family, which was hard sometimes, but also I was really grateful for that time. 
2021 was like this reopening so you just like naturally got busier really fast because you remembered like oh I miss friends and I want to be out and do things but then you kind of miss some of that closeness and so I feel like we're trying to find that balance for 2022 of um you know really also creating that space to just be a family and if everything works out, we like low key bought a house potentially, you know. So, so exciting. There's a possibility if everything goes well that we'll be moving into a home again, um, which will be really fun for us. And so, just really trying to to be more present as a family. Um, I think, especially this time of year, is just I'm confronted with some healing I still have yet to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so I really want to focus on that so that I can be a present parent for Silas and a present spouse for Ryan and um, a dog mom to Opal, of course. Right, right. <laughs> Most importantly, Opal. Most right. importantly, yeah. Opal. She's, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think our, our goals are very similar, just wanting to really carve out that family time and be really present as a family this year. And so, so yeah. That's really beautiful. I'm so excited for you, too. I think there's a lot of things. You you can't have the year ahead of you without looking back <laughs> at all the things that you've you've done and accomplished. So I'm, yeah. I'm really proud of you, and I'm glad to be your Likewise. friend. Likewise. Me, too. I'm really excited for what this year will hold. I feel like every year we're surprised by – actually, surprised isn't even that right. Over, overwhelmed with gratitude at the moms that we get to know. Um, the moms that we would have never imagined or dreamed we'd get to connect with. And it's just an honor to do this work. And, you know, someone asked me recently, like, what's your dream job? You know, and I think about Dear Nikki Mama and this is like getting to know these moms, getting to know this community, getting to be a part of it um, is really just the biggest gift and getting to do it alongside of you friend is, is just, I could not have asked for anything more. And so I'm really excited for this next year. I, um, this movement and this sisterhood is such so dear to me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Ditto. Ditto. (laughs) Well, it's been so good to be back. We've missed you guys. We have some really fun interviews coming up and both with amazing NICU moms and maternal mental health specialists, um, specialists in the field of all things medical, NICU, all, all of the above. So we're really excited for the upcoming episodes to come. And we just want to say Happy New Year. Um, and also, you did it. You yes. made it yes. through another pandemic year. Amen. Another year around the sun with the panini. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, with the panini. But no, we just want to reiterate how amazing that is, really. Um, There's nothing that could have prepared us for mothering during a pandemic, especially for two now ongoing three years. And so it's a pretty, it's a really big deal that you're standing here today. And we're just really, really proud of you. And so we hope that this next year offers immense amounts of rest for you, for your family. Um, And we're just so honored to know you. So We will be back next week with our regular programming, but we just wanted to make sure to say Happy New Year and that we love you guys. So have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Dear Nikki Mama podcast. If you loved this episode, we'd be so grateful for a review on any of the podcast platforms. And we'd love to continue connecting with you via our social media pages or our private Facebook group. And ultimately, Miniki Mama, welcome to the sisterhood. 